Welcome to McBrayer and Associates, the podcast. I'm Jim McBrayer. If you don't know me already, let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I worked for a Fortune 200 company for 21 years. I was a sales director there before I founded this company, which focuses on sales training, performance coaching, and consulting all around sales. Specifically, most of our business is around industrial and commercial type business. So after leaving that Fortune 200 company, they were my first customer. This podcast gives you some of the insight that my live training and coaching delivers. If you like what you hear, don't hesitate to get in touch with me through email. That's it. Jim at McBrayerAndAssociates.com. And please feel free to share the podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. No matter how effective your message is, you're going to get some objections. The purpose of this lesson is that when you do get those objections, that you don't fold like a house of cards, but hang in there. Put yourself in the buyer's shoes. They don't know you. You caught them off guard. The safe thing for them to do is not to meet with you. Remember, most buyers have wasted their time with sellers before, and they don't want to do it again. The key is you should be able to anticipate the objections you're going to receive most often. I don't know if you remember Pareto's principle, named after economist Wilfredo Pareto, which specifies an unequal relationship between inputs and outputs. The principle states that 20% of the invested input is responsible for 80% of the results obtained. In other words, if you get 10 objections, two of those will be the same 8 out of 10 times. So there's no good reason for us not to know how to respond. The best method for handling objections is to preempt the objection, which means if you seem to always get the same objection, you should include it in your effective messaging. You see, we don't want to come across as combative or confrontational. So if you are selling a product or service that most of your target prospects would object to with, oh, we can't afford that, then you would include in your effective messaging, many of the people that we contact, like you, think that they cannot afford our product. But once they understand that we actually lower their total cost of doing business, they're very excited about learning more. However, we cannot preempt every possible objection or we would never ask for the appointment. So the rule of thumb is this. If the objection is likely to be on the prospect's mind, then you should attempt to preempt it. So that leaves us with the remaining objections. Here's our template for handling objections. One, acknowledge the concern is valid. Two, pivot to the alternative. Three, provide a reason using the word because. And four, ask for the appointment. So let's jump into number one first. Acknowledge their concern is valid. People need to feel understood. Remember, we want to avoid conflict. So it helps to let them know that others have had the same concern. However, if you do not think their concern is valid, then don't say so. Rather, ask them to tell you more about how they mean it. Number two, pivot to the alternative. This is the why that they should proceed with the conversation anyway. For example, if they say, we're satisfied with the way things are now, our acknowledgement would be, okay, I, I get it. We hear that all the time. You know, why make a change when you're satisfied? Now the pivot. We're not asking you to make a change. We're simply asking that we meet in order to start a relationship. I'm not coming empty-handed. I'll be bringing you some market data that you'll find very valuable. We found that even with customers like you, that they, start, they want to start a relationship before they need it. 
Like the old saying, dig your well before you're thirsty. Third, provide a reason. Research has proven that the word because is very powerful in this context. Robert Cialdini performed an experiment that involved people waiting in line to make copies and someone would break in line. Obviously, the others, the people who are in line, did not like this, and that gave them a reading that served as their baseline. Then they experimented with people breaking in line and asking permission first. The acceptance from the baseline improved. Finally, they added one more element that skyrocketed the acceptance, the word because. When the line breakers preceded their reason with the word because, even when the reason was very weak, the acceptance level was very high. The line breakers would say things like, it's okay if I cut in line because I'm in a hurry, or I'm double parked, or because I'm a member. You see the point? The weak excuses were well received when preceded by the word because. So use the word because in front of your reason. Fourth, ask for the appointment. Don't forget to follow up by asking for the appointment again. In closing, thanks for listening. If you have questions about what you heard or what you want to learn more of, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. Let me spell that out for you because I know it's a mouthful. McBrayer is M-C-B-R-A-Y-E-R and A-N-D, not the ampersand. A-N-D, associates, plural, dot com. So that's jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. I look forward to hearing from you.